Yeah, so today uh, with here Eric behind the camera as back. usual. There we are. Eric's back. Got a Turbo Tim to my right here. You all know him. Got a Zoom, the CEO to my left. Yes, and uh, oh, Ryan yeah, Derrick. I don't know who it is. <laughs> Ryan D at ZZP. So yeah, today we're talking about uh, the future of modding cars. In the past, I in guess. In the past. Yeah. In the past. <laughs> we'll start there. Start at the past. We got oh, two of... Man. Ryan, you they, jumped in about the middle, so oh, man. Yeah. we're going to call these two the OGs. Yeah, they are. Yeah, Back in the what, 90s, yeah. modern stuff. So. Yep. And uh, Ryan, you got started talking about the times that people yeah. used to run, right? <laughs> so let's let's get there. Like the, the I mean, the sport isn't all about racing, but that, that's a big part of it. So let's yep. talk about quarter mile times. Yeah, I mean, so when I was first getting into it, it was uh, very different. Um, like just learning about it and, you know, Fast and Furious and all the movies. I remember friends saying, man, I ran a 13-second quarter mile. They were like losing their minds. You know, if you, if you can run a 13-second quarter mile, like especially street racing or doing whatever, you had a pretty fast car in the early 2000s, late 90s, early days. Like that was a yeah. fast car. But now you have to stock Camrys running, you know. 13s and stuff, you know, like a daily mom's daily driver. But you yep. can even look, look like the 1320 videos. Like you can look at Texas 2K. You have the five, six, seven hundred horsepower guys. Those are like the top dogs. Like you going out there, you better have that much horsepower or you're losing everything. Now they'll laugh at you. You come in there. Everything's four digits. Everything's 1200 horsepower, 1300, mm -hmm. 15, 2000. Like cars are crazy fast. I mean, look at your ATSV, Tim. Yeah. Your ATSV, and like if you look at older cars, like I mean, this thing about it, to make a Grand Prix, 300 horsepower. That's a cam. That's an intercooler. Full bolt-ons. You know, some tuning, a lot of stuff. I mean, 300. Though when an LNF Cobalt, that's a tune. Yep. You have 300 horsepower. And with then, a four-cylinder. With a four-cylinder, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then your ATSV is running tens, nines, on stock turbos. Yeah. With stock engines. Stock engines with bolt-ons. Yep. Single digits. And zoom. What did it take for your Grand Prix to get? Nines back in the day? Oh, man. That, yeah, that was a twin-charged, weight-reduction, high-mod car. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but you know what? We didn't have today's technology. Exactly. Parts back no. Then mm -hmm. either. And the, the other part I'll say that's different is, like, street racing. Street mm -hmm. racing used to be a big part of the scene. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. We were street racing on the weekends, 3 in the morning, finding mm -hmm. spots to go. <laughs> and uh, I... I don't know if it was fast and furious, but something changed and the laws changed and they started impounding cars and it just killed the street racing scene. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But uh, Tim and I, well, Tim and and I used to go, uh, you had an eclipse, right? Yep. All wheel drive clips. Just, just, was that the all wheel drive one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were just slaughtering dudes. Car wasn't even that fast, but all wheel drive. Yeah. It, it ran, um, back when I, when I ran the fastest times, when I was the most known, it ran mid low twelves. Mid-low 12s, and I was racing 10-second cars on the street and beating them. Yeah. Because they would spin, and I would not spin. Hook and book. Hook yep. and book. Yeah. And, I mean, most street races are, like, eighth mile anyway. So, yeah. I mean, geez, um, my winter beater we raced, it was, like, you, Matt, and I raced on, like, three wide on 84th Street. Yeah. And, like, I had you guys to, like maybe a little past the 16th, you know? <laughs> you never had your car. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But, yeah, yeah it's it's uh, it's crazy times now. Yeah. Everything's fast. Or Every even, like, stuff like tire technology. like Way different. Yep. It's a totally different game every 10 years, so. Yeah. Well, no, if you have a tire from that was 2009, or even you have a turbo 2009, you're old stuff. Well, me, well Tim, this is probably right up your alley. Remember when I 20G? 
people using 20 Man. G's on eclipses and stuff. That was like the turbo to have. I remember I, you know, my car was like full busher car. I call him up, talking to Tim Schweitzer. And I was like, what turbo should I get? And he's like, you got a small 16 G. You got a ported and clip small 16 G. And then you got the 20 G. That's going to be laggy though. So I bought this small 16 G ported and clip, put it on. Ran it, and I'm like, all right, well, I need more. So I call him up and get this big 20G. Ooh. Big. Big boy. You, you know, and, the, and, oh, man, that's – And it was funny, too, because there was a competitor that I won't say his name. They were offering – when I before I came to ZZP as a customer, they were offering a 20G turbo kit for the Cobalts. Yeah. And I'm like – Yeah. I was like, that seems like – that's a Mitsubishi turbo. Is it like off a truck or something? Like, yeah, you know, it's okay. Ancient. Yeah. <laughs> So how do these compare to the uh, KL4, as an example? Oh, my God. Yeah. KL4 is a now common industry standard term, I would say. Yeah. So, I uh, would say uh, a small 16G has probably got to be comparable to a KL4. Because um, my car made 275-wheel horsepower. No, 286. Mm-hmm. 286 all-wheel drive dyno back when you and I were racing each other. And that I was dominating the streets with that car. Yeah. Like, I think I only lost like uh, two or three races total yeah. ever. And every weekend, Zoom and I were out like street racing, like so many people. But like what sucked is like after Fast and Furious came out, that's kind of what ruined the street it, racing it scene. It did because it, it, it made them pay attention, law it, enforcement. That and it brought all the racer like dumb kids out just, or... just idiots who didn't know how to handle cars and yeah. just do dumb stuff people crashing every weekend um like you would go to the street race spot and there would be like uh, 80 people like mm-hmm. filling the road and stopping traffic like mm-hmm. it, that doesn't take Ooh, very long like no. if, back in the day when we used to race you would go to the spot there would be like 10 people maybe You'd line up, do your race. Everybody would stay in the parking lot, and then you just line the next two cars up when there's no traffic. Like, yep. it was it was as safe as you can race on the street back yep. then. But then you got eighty people standing out in the street mm-hmm. stopping traffic. Like, cops are going to be out there in like fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. But it's if also that. safer when cars are slower. Oh so, yeah, you know, so, someone gets a new car, it runs sixteens, and they want to line up with someone else because they they're hot shit. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a safer. Uh, yep. Safer run when your car goes 79 in the quarter. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, so. well, it's just cars are crazy fast right now. Like, yeah. Yeah, they've look, been doing it. But it, it, it's a combination of everything. It's the tech in the, in the motors, the fuel. The fuel's a lot better now than what it for used sure. to be. Yeah. You know, there was, people don't even understand, there was no E85 back then. No. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I ran 10s on the M90, we didn't have uh, alcohol-based fuels. Nope. Which are like magic for boosted motors, you know? Yeah. Didn't have that. It was a... That was a uh, like a gasoline run, you know, race fuel, standard race fuel. But there was no, there's no alcohol, which is what four percent probably on the dyno. Yeah, you know, it's yep. a decent amount of power. So yeah, yeah that's and a, and a back lot of changes the tuning, you know, tuning ability now too. Like you can get a tuner for about any car. Like remember when we had to drive to Detroit mm-hmm. to Dave Buckshaw's house and have mm-hmm. him tune us like on the spot, and then we'd drive back home. Like now. <laughs> You can buy HP tuners for two hundred and fifty dollars and remote tune your car. Yeah. So nice. th- so that has changed, you know the the mods that are available, the ease of modding cars. It it is different now than what it used to be. And so when you go into a, like our old market, the thirty eight hundred guys, they're like way more tech savvy 
than um, the newer markets because you kind of had to be yeah, back then. Yeah. You know, the people that had been in a while and, you know, people took kind of ownership of what they were doing. And now people like, they, they, it, it's almost like this 100% hands-off approach of like, well, ZZP, you better give me this magic button. And if I push it and everything doesn't happen, then I'm going to come back and want all my money back. And, and, and then that's like the end of the story where back in the day, God, we had so many problems. Like stuff just didn't work. I mean, that's just yep. the way it was. The yep. customers would work on it. We would work on it. We, we had that commonality of everyone working on problems. Yep. And, and we and, and customers helped us on occasion. Like all the time, we yeah. build stuff based on customer yeah. uh, feedback and mods, and yeah. people people in the the new people now, they forget that that's our roots. Like that's what we are. They they'll come in and be like, "Oh my god, I had this problem, and you guys suck, and you better like me." And it's like, dude, there's no one else developing these parts. It's us, and it's a group of guys, and we're figuring this out. And we thought we had it, and there's an issue. Help us out. It does, it does not help us for you to be the screaming Walmart customer thinking that we have the magic solution, but we're just holding it back from you. And we're yeah. not giving it to you. Like every mod we have is is just a, a group of car guys after hours drinking beers trying to figure that shit out, you know? Literally. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah literally. I mean, and we do it because it's fun. We do it because it's our sport. We, we love solving problems and figuring it out, but... The whole process goes better when customers are saying, hey, look at what I did. Look at what I tried. Look at the issues I had. And it's, and it's a, a collaborative effort with the customers. And that's, I think, a big difference in like maybe the older markets and the newer markets where they think that we're supposed to have a magic solution for every single or thing. Or us teach them what a misfire is well yeah well or also, teach us basic if yeah. their tranny is slipping or people people, like, no people longer... don't know they're just like i floor the gas and my car just doesn't go yeah people like what they, does that they don't want to do their own research now too like it's yeah. just i'm, I'm kind of feel like i'm in like more of a transition purpose because I, I came in and did exactly what you did i said like, hey i want to work on this and we i worked very closely with these performance and here i am today but now um I even say a lot of people do it for various reasons, like like the tech savvy thirty hundred and Cobalt guys and stuff like that. Versus... I think that goes back too to the forums versus Facebook groups. Yeah, the forums. I mean, forums build threads. You would sit and read for hours. Oh yeah. And now it's ten second. That's the attention span you have. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of people are doing it for Instagram likes too now. So car the car guy base has changed a little bit too. So yeah. things are a little little different. I mean, how long did you sit on? I remember before I even knew about ZP, I was on CorbettSS.net, <laughs> and the first post I saw from Zoomer, you were talking about fuck you guys, you guys know what you're fucking doing. We ain't gonna know. Like I was like, wow, <laughs> who did? Yeah. <laughs> Like, who, who's this guy? This is interesting. And I read that thread for hours. That, that was like a 40-page. That yeah, part hasn't changed. I, yeah, no, I, I have fun jumping in the thick of things. But um, the equalizer exhaust is a great example where yeah. you've got a community that likes the car. They don't like the way the car sounds. And it was, it was I don't know, I don't remember his name offhand, but we did not come up with the concept yeah. Of yeah. changing the 3800 exhaust sound with, with equal length exhaust front and back. Like we were kind of done with the exhaust on the Grand Prix um, and that 3800. And, and a customer 
posted something and we argued about it here in ZZP. Yep. Uh, yeah. Where Steve Hickman said that is a Photoshop. It's not real. Like someone put in, <laughs> they dubbed in a different exhaust. And I was like, I don't know, man. That, that it's pretty janky to, yeah. you know, it's pretty slapped together for them to just fake the sound. Like they they're, they're not trying to sell anything. And so we had that argument before we uh, prototyped a couple of things. I mean, in in its customer test form, it wasn't sellable. So yeah, we, we just wanted to try it. We tried it. We failed several times. You know, built a bunch of shit that didn't work at all. Um, yeah, like originally that guy did it, and it was really complicated. Like pipes running yeah. all over the place underneath pipes the car. Over. And then like, they, like I do remember too, we did some weird shit with the downpipe. The downpipe was a curve. Yeah, a pipe like it looped was... around under the car. Yeah. It, like, there was like four pipes in one section at one point yeah, of the car. Was... And Ooh. then, uh, you know, ZZP's got a lot of creative dudes here, and we just kind of bounced ideas off each other and found a better way of doing it. Yeah. An affordable like right. you know producible well, way of doing it because we we bought all that custom resonator stuff yeah we fabbed up custom resonator yeah. stuff had you know laser cut pieces and you know measured it all out did all the internal designs catted it up and it just didn't work yep. and uh i think a lot of people don't understand how often we just do stupid shit that doesn't work yeah oh yeah like we, we're just always screwing around yep and most of our <laughs> stuff doesn't work um, and the customers never see it, right? But it's fun for us, and and that's uh, it's part of the process. You know, it's, little, it's yeah. literally part. It's part of the Z. The process. People think we just say, "Oh, we're gonna do this," and here's the product. No, we test these products. We run these on our own cars. We do this stuff for a long time before we just release them. Even so, like you said, sometimes in it doesn't work right away all the time. So then we revise it and we make it better for the customers. I mean, look at our. You know, we've had look at our various big wheel turbos for the Sonic. You know, we have one, then we have two, now we have three. You know, and then it was just we just keep making it better for the customers because yep. we're testing it and learning new things as we're going along as well. But mm -hmm. again, that's what makes us different than your Joe Blow, you know, backyard bad news. Oh, what did I say? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, that makes us different from other markets and stuff. You know, we're out there trying and pushing each platform to the best yeah. it can. But, I mean, it's kind of cool because now as we are getting faster, Zoom, you have had many cars. You've had going through a light, had your Grand Prix, mm -hmm. and now you have a Tesla. You have the P100D, you went to the dual motor. I mean, you went from full-on mod cars, more than anyone's ever seen, yeah. to a stock car with it's wheels on stock, it. It's not stock, It's not stock, totally. So, the well, I'm on my second Tesla, our third one in the company, but yep. my second. And, uh, you know, we did a brake kit. We did a carbon ceramic brake kit. We've messed mm -hmm. with the suspension. Um, you know, a little weight reduction, the lithium ion battery upgrade, the rims and tires stuff. I did the sound deadening on this one because it just pisses me off how <laughs> loud the quiet car can be, you know? <laughs> Which uh, I think is hilarious. Like, yeah. you nitpick the heck out of that poor yeah. car. <laughs> I, I hate this car. <laughs> he hates his big, fast, awesome Tesla. That So you, you do have to kind of... Because you are so very inversed in this, you kind of have to break it down for people who haven't driven or are kind of staying away from electric and stuff. Like, what what do you tell us about your Tesla? How right. how long have you been in a Tesla daily I've driving been, now? I've been in a Tesla four and a half years. Yeah, because yeah, they're getting on ten years. years, right? Since the first one launched. Yeah, twelve. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. nine years since yeah. the first one. Yeah, launched. your first one was your black mm -hmm. P100D. Yep, with ludicrous mode. I and love that, that car. Yeah, <laughs> and now you have your you have your white. 
P100D. P100D with ludicrous, with ludicrous mode. mode. Same car, but I don't like this one. Yeah. Uh, you know, what, what was the uh, the first one was ludicrous and the second one was what? It was they're, the they're identical cars. They're the same car. But yours has something better than the last one. Maybe right? range. I, minor the updates. My, minor updates. A little more range. A little more power. Uh, more uh, a better entertainment system, kind of. You know, I mean, Tesla always does those little incremental updates. But cars have personalities. I don't like this car. You know, it's, it's yeah. honestly, I hate this car. I what's crazy is so I had to uh, we had to take it back to Tesla once and Zoom just came and he said, Hey, just drive to Chicago real quick and take it there. I'm like, Okay, I feel like the most baller executive motherfucker <laughs> ever. I you couldn't, I was sitting back in the seat, had my hat down, look like a badass. Like, I'm, I'm gonna fucking Tesla right now. You can't tell me shit. Like, looking around, I feel like the biggest badass in that car. I love that car. It's a pretty fun car. I mean, it's, it's uh, like, no joke. It's painful to floor that thing. Yes. It hurts. Like, it, the first time I got a ride in your, I don't remember, it might have been your black it one. It was the black the one. The first P100D. Like, I let out, a like, a squeak that I've never heard myself <laughs> make before when he floored it. Yeah. I was like, holy crap. I don't know if I've ever felt like... I, I don't know what that thing's 60 foots on the street. Ridiculous, but, whatever. I don't know, but it's yeah. it's fast. I mean, I've it's I've had there. I've had uh, I've done 156s in my ATSV. I think that's my fastest 60 foot, and I don't squeak when that happens. But <laughs> like that thing's mean out of the hole. Like, I mean, even my wife's P75, P75. Um, well, not a P. It's a 75D. Uh, that thing from zero to 30 is impressive. I probably a, a mid eleven second zero to thirty. Yeah, I I took it to the car wash. Same car. Took it. I was like, I've never floored these driven myself. I'm used to fast cars, so I do. And I was I rolled out just five mile an hour and matted. And I said, Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, like yeah. five mile an hour. That thing was ridiculous. Like you better have your head on the headrest. Yeah, I remember the first if time. If you're like you actually hurt your daughter's neck. Yeah. In it. Oh. Yeah. You, can, you can mess with people bad. Especially if you're in that sweet spot of like, you know, 30 miles an hour or something <laughs> like that. And you're just like, tap it. It'll snap next. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah like it's, it's, uh, it's a little unsafe in that way. It, it is. It is definitely a definitely very different experience driving an electric car versus it is. a normal one. Like the on-off power. Like, I mean, Zoom, tell us about it. Because, I mean, I know one thing, like. For us gas driving people, when you let off a gas, the car keeps going. It keeps naturally mm-hmm. losing inertia, slowing down. Yeah, you but, one pedal drive with the Tesla. Yeah. So letting off the, the throttle is actually braking because it's it's doing the regen. Yeah. I mean, it's it's powerful. It's smooth. Um, there isn't any drivetrain noise. There's there's a lot of cool stuff about electrics. But um, I think this, the, like, for what we do, like the sport, yeah, it's it's going to split a little bit because the average person who wants an, uh, their daily driver car, their A to B car, um, there's no question that electric is uh, outrageously better. I'm, I mean, so much better that you can't even it's like carburetor to fuel injection better. You know, yep. I mean, it's a quantum leap forward. There's issues with charging and range and things like that. That'll be there for a little while. But after that, the A to B uh, experience, you know, everyone's going to move into electric. Um, but the sport is not going to move into electric because the sport has never been about perfection. The sport has never been about a completely refined experience. It's been about a personal experience and it's been about the fun of being in the sport. And yeah, continuing to modify the car, change the car. I'm not going to sell my Grand Prix 
and go go uh, buy a Nissan Leaf because it's electric and smooth. I don't own the Grand Prix because of all its refinements and perfections. I own it because I enjoy the sport and I enjoy the car and I enjoy the journey. And what you'll look at, if you look at uh, racing in general, back in the 70s, racing, drag racing almost ended. They moved, like, it was just an unlimited sport. Anyone could do anything, right? So people realized that if they strapped a jetpack on their car, that <laughs> with a jet engine, you know, they, they could run, like, four-second quarters, three-second quarters. They could make like their, that, right? their selves bleed from their ears and yeah, nose. Yeah, and, and people yeah. started passing out. People started dying. And then, you know, the, the governing bodies are like, hey, the, you know, we probably shouldn't have rockets and people <laughs> dying all over the place, right? And then it came back, and the sport actually got to be a lot more fun mm -hmm. because the challenge of getting what you want and doing what you want and doing it the way you want is what makes the sport the sport. Yeah. And so yeah. when someone gives you this uh, refined experience and you're like, oh, look at me, everything is smooth and this, that, and whatever, and it's like, okay, but how much of that car is you? Yep. What have you done with that car? Like, what do you mean? It's like, well, I can tell you about why this is my car when I show you, you know, a car that I've modified, a car that I've worked on, a car that I've built the way that I want it to be. And like, like a girlfriend, you know, with all the, the personality quirks of like, Oh, you know, you got to do this and you got to do that. You know? <laughs> and that journey is the fun of it. And I can prove it. It's not fun to go get a bank loan and buy someone else's project for five years and park it in your garage and say, oh, look at this car with all these mods on yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Nobody yeah. does that because yeah. that's not your car. Yeah. yeah. That's somebody else's car that you just parked in your garage and people are like, well, well what's the joy in that? The, idea, the idea of it is cool, but when it comes down to it, I mean, I, I mean, one of my biggest faults is that I buy a car, I fully modify it to the point to where it's like not, affordable to modify it to the next level and then i'm like huh time to sell it and move on to the next one yeah so it's like i can't argue with that i agree 100 percent. it's yep. all about the build i mean if we all wanted the fastest car we'd all go buy corvettes but like you know obviously we'd like to build and we'd like to be unique Thrill you know like case, I've, yeah. I've never bought the easiest car to go fast i don't think i've ever had one of the easy go fast cars oh uh, yeah you, I don't it's always you yeah. it's always some kind of unique car yeah mm -hmm. Our whole business model is being underdogs. Yep. Yes. You know, yes. how, how much do we get abused and people talk shit about our Cobalts, oh about God. our Grand Prix, about our little engines, about our Sonics, whatever it is. And nothing feels better than someone who has a Charger because they think they're a badass. Moparians. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> the Moparians. They're like, walking around like, like, like you yeah. know, they've got the, the hottest shit ever made. Yeah. Bone stock, right? Maybe maybe an exhaust or something like that, and you go and beat them with like a one point four, yeah, two point oh. They get and, and, oh, they gotta sell it. You, like you just point, yeah, you, you just you just broke them. Yeah, it's like Goggins, right? You took their soul. Yeah, like oh. their their manlyhood, their essence of everything they thought they were good at. That's what we do. That's our sport. That's our fun, and that's not gonna go away. So, as uh, you know, really, you know, Tesla's. Tesla is electric cars right now, right? So as Tesla comes in with these amazing cars and, and, and you know, they're like, oh, it's, it's, it's got all this cool stuff, so you don't need to do this anymore. No, no, we're still going to do it, and we're going to beat you. 
Yeah. And that's going to be the fun of it. Yeah. When those people with the Teslas, you know, who think like this car can't be beaten, that's just more challenge for us. Yeah. Yep. You know, and we're mm-hmm. going to do it and it's going to be fun. It's going to be fucking great. Uh, yes. I cannot be- tell you how often, like just like you were saying, I kind of built like my name around the Chicagoland area, especially in the street scene there from this little white cobalt that I was, I would not back down from a cor- nitrous Corvette. Because I, I remember this scene very carefully. I went to it's a little street race spot in Chicago called Strats. Went up there, and I've kind of been racing a lot of people. Like rumors come about me, like, "Oh yeah, Ryan, you know his parents died." Like I had a rumor about me that my parents died, and I had a bunch of money, so I just put it all in my Cobalt cars, make eight hundred horsepower. And I literally carried my dyno sheet around, like, "Guys, here's what it makes." <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I hid nothing, but it was a nicest Corvette picking on one of the other Cobalt guys, and I was like, "So they run." I was like, "Oh my God, Ryan." Ryan, will you race again? I'm like, yeah, sure, okay. And so he looked at me like, you'll race me? Like, yeah, absolutely. Let's go right now. And he, they hemmed and hawed about it. Like, no, <laughs> I don't know, man. You're not backing down. Like, yeah, why would I? Let's go. If you have a nitrous C6, let's go. Let's race right now. <laughs> He's like, he didn't want it. So they tried to set me up like, what about you race our Honda over here? I'm like, okay, what kind of Honda is it? Pour me out like a leader bike. Like, dude, a one liter fucking CBR Honda? Really? You want me to race a leader bike, you know, in my car? Like, no. Like, like, I'm trying to race a car. Let's go. Uh, yeah. They didn't want it. But no, that's Yeah, and, and the thing is, too, is if, if you had a Corvette, you wouldn't be sitting here. Yeah. You'd just be another another fast V8 guy. Yeah. Because there's always somebody with more money and some, like, I yeah. mean, geez, nowadays, like, we've got, like, four ZR1s here in town that are going to beat they're, everything in existence. Yeah, they're 900 plus horsepower like, easily. But if we all want, just wanted the fastest car, that's what we'd buy. ZR1 Corvette. C6 yeah. ZR1, and you have the fastest car on the street. But, like, when we're going out and racing our daily drivers, I get 30 miles of the gallon and mm-hmm. and yeah. winning. I mean, geez, like, me and my Eclipse. And remember Matt, Matt Spidell? Mm-hmm. 10-7 Cor- Camaro. Go to, we go to the street race spot, and I murder him. And, like, that was the day that, like, everybody knew me yeah. here in town. <laughs> Zoom in your, your first uh, 99 uh, Nitrous GTP. Your front-wheel drive car going to the street race spot and winning. Yeah. A Grand Prix. Yeah. <laughs> in the late 90s, you know, early 2000s. Like, yeah. that's, that's like, man, that's a great time. Or every time we go to the track and we hit these milestones with these cars that, that it's impossible. Yeah, it's kind of – Impossible it, it, yeah, to do what we're doing. To do. So, you know, if it, yeah, you're right. If it's about the, the hottest car or the fastest car – why don't we just leave the cars at home and just come with a bank statement to show who's got the most money, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Because, yes. it's, oh, I just bought a Bugatti, you know, yep. whatever. Yeah. Like, whatever. yeah. And it's like, did you win? Yeah. Like, is, is that fun to just say, like, hey, my dad was rich and I inherited all this money, so now I have <laughs> like, That's just stupid, right? It's yep. like, that's not why we do it. I don't think it's why our customers do it. And a lot of these new cars are pushing, like, 100 grand plus. Easily. Like they, they are getting, they're sweet, they're nice, but it's you buying someone else's work and paying a lot of money to do it mm-hmm. versus like, yeah, I know I'm an underdog and I know that there's faster cars out there and I know I could have bought one, but this is my car yep. yeah. and this is what I do. Yeah. And I just made you look really stupid yeah. Yeah. having spent all that money and I just beat you. You know, in my and, 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 or whatever. And then it is. we, you know, we might do it first and then we sell the package to where all the customers can then do it in their local town. I mean, yeah, how many yeah. times have you heard the story? Like, I'm the only 
you know, cobalt in town in and town. I beat yeah. everybody, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it happens so much, but yeah, people, people are like, this is your stroke of, you know, individuality and, you know, your custom look and yeah. hey, this is your car. I cannot tell many people that I sent back to the job where they come out, oh, I'm going to change in the game this summer. <laughs> I'm doing this. I got all my big build, my yeah. evils, this and that. I go out. So I got a cobalt. Want to race? And we race. And all of a sudden they come back after we race and I win. They're like, I, I don't know how. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't understand. I don't. I don't get it. And then I sent them back to the drawing board for the whole summer. I've sent my fair share of people back. You know, especially when uh, I race a six hundred wheel, six hundred plus wheel horsepower Cobalt. They said, "Hey, I'll do a sixty row with you. I'm not scared. <laughs> you gonna learn today." <laughs> yeah, it's cool too. Like these cars, they come out right away. I mean, Ryan's perfect example in the Sonic now. In the first five years, you know, people make. 50 horsepower more yeah so everyone knows a sonic is slow a cobalt is eh, not fast but whatever and then we figure it out and then you have a ryan out there one of five in the world or whatever yeah making 500 and everyone's like whoa Whoa. i thought those were slow yeah well because i was the only turbo like i bought my turbo cobalt like right when they came out like Mm -hmm. i know eight but oh nine so i I remember back into a parking lot the first time I went to a show, like a little car meet thing. And I went back there, and some guys said, yeah, it's a supercharger, it's, it's slow. I'm like, actually, this is a turbo one. They're like, what? You turbo swapped it? No, stock turbo. I'm like, what? And so and this this was a guy, and then he challenged me to a race. He had some Mercedes or something. Fucking <laughs> gapped him. <laughs> he was not happy. Yeah, well, these turbo cobalt's are crazy. <laughs> you know, but. Another thing that separates our market and our little portion of the sport is that most of our customers install our parts themselves. Yes. Yeah. And so we design what I like to think of as easy to install parts and we we support the customers installing them themselves. Where a lot of other vendors they don't have that support system. Uh, they're selling you a part that you all oh, refer to the manufacturer or it'll be it'll be parts where you go from like 0 to a million in one step. It's like, how do I install this? It's like, oh, what's the install time? Oh, 30 hours. Like, nobody can do that, right? <laughs> yeah. But if yep. you notice at ZZP, when, when you get in that sport, you can start with like an air box. You can start with mm-hmm. a throttle body. You can start with that small things. And we almost graduate you up in skill yeah. level yeah. As, as you go. It could and, be literally your first time turning a wrench yep, and you're fine. It <laughs> is for a lot of people. And, and eventually they're doing these huge builds. And it's just like, how did you get there? Well, I've been under this hood a lot of hours. I've gone this way. I've gone that way, you know, and we have brought so many people into spaces that they probably never thought that they could do. And I mean, that happened with me as well. You know, I got brought into it like that. I didn't, I didn't go to trade school. I didn't have the formal education, but I had fun. I had fun tinkering. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't go to school to learn how to work on your car, but then a couple years later, you can swap ahead. In like an hour and a half. A lot of people in a lot of people. 45, <laughs> 45 minutes. 45 minutes. 45 minutes. 3,800 head. Yeah, yeah. Those head gaskets, man. Before the before the MLS gaskets, it was rough. It was like a daily head gasket swap. I remember, like, man, it was so funny back in the day. You so, you're going for that record so hard, and you're like, at 26 degrees of timing every time. But he was always right there. I got 25 and a half. Man, I, those head gaskets back in the day. But that's that's what so made funny. it fun. When we went to the track, you know, when we first started racing Grand Prix, I think I was running fourteen fives to begin with, and you know, you're just one of everybody there. And year after year, we would come back, and eventually, you became like the people to look at. You yeah. Know? And that was, and people saw that journey. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy. Your, 
Go ahead. Oh, uh, well, it was pretty crazy, like, the attention that Al and Tyler were getting with that damn Sonic. Oh, yeah. oh man. Dude, when the Sonic goes to the track, because, again, I went there to help out with them uh, once or twice, and the attention that the Sonic gets. You have all these yeah. single-digit cars and these real fast other cars, but this Sonic that has these big, wide tires on the front that, yeah. comes, up, that comes up to the burnout box. Yeah. Two steps <laughs> on, on on the on the watt box. Let's it go. Rah, 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 you know, everyone turns their head and they're like, hey, "Come out of that car!" So you get this big crowd of people up and sees the Sonic pull off an eleven second pass, and we have these literally this fifth this fifth gen S, uh, SS Camaro running thirteens and fourteens. They're like, "Yep, what size engines in this thing?" That's a V six, right? Everybody thinks it's a V six. Everyone's like, "No, it's a one point four, one point four V six. No, a one point four four cylinder." They're like. Four cylinders in that thing? Like, I don't I, – I think I think some people are live under a rock, though, because it is very interesting <laughs> to me when people still say, four, that's a four-cylinder in that thing? Like, dude, four-cylinders been fast for yeah. a yeah. long time. Like, you yeah. Got, yeah. We have, you I, only I, know I, V8s. I, I wish we were further along with the project. I'm going to tease it again. But we have a project coming out. Don't – what do you uh... – we, we have a project. <laughs> it's, it's in the garage. You guys know what I'm talking about. It's in the last bay. And uh, oh yeah, oh, and and, yeah. and so we that's, know what you're talking about. That's a project we're doing. Matt's Bay, where um, <laughs> you know, we obviously could do it different if all we cared about was going fast, right? Yeah, we wouldn't even do that if we wanted. If it was just about going fast, it's about challenging yourself and doing something cool that no one else can do, at least yet. No one else thought it could be done. Yep, and everyone just says like. What the hell? How, how, how did that? That what? car has actually been very quiet. Like we don't talk about that car at all. Because no, we don't. But but when it comes out, it's gonna we're gonna talk. People some gonna shit. be real mad. <laughs> some people are gonna get real salty yeah. about the eighty five grand that they spent. Yeah, yeah. People gonna be yep. real real PO'd. Um, oh, real quick too. I just saw something. TRF boss. Yes, I'm originally from the Chicagoland area. That's why I've done a lot of my street racing and. I did a lot of stuff from ZZP there, so that's I just saw that one quick up there. But um, yeah, yeah, that 2008 that, shout out from an old customer. That is awesome. Yeah, still around. That's great. See, people, yeah. I, you know something too. I will give it to the GTP and the oh, 300 wow. guys. Gary Passmore, hell yeah, man! <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time since I've heard that name. Uh, Good dude. to see you. Uh, no, Jose, not the all-wheel drive Sonic. That's <laughs> anyway, you'll find out. Yeah, that, that's a toy. Doge coined my way into <laughs> yeah, air cooler. <laughs> so, so the people in, uh, I think it was, yes, I was talking about the what's now the equalizer exhaust, right? And I was talking about it in the uh, Grand Prix for Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I still do. Yeah, it too. I'm too yeah. old. Yeah. So I was talking about it there, and I said it's pure Doge. And, and and so this controversy comes out like it's a silly statement. What's Doge? What does that mean? What's Doge sound like? And you know what Doge sounds like? It sounds like you making a lot of money today. So I want my cut from everybody in that uh, in that Facebook group who uh, yeah who, who decided to jump in when I said that exhaust was pure Doge. That's awesome. But kind of going back to it too. Again, three hundred guys. I will give it to those guys. So, at first, I was not a big fan. I had a 3800 car, but I was not a big fan. I never, I never liked how they sound. It just wasn't like – I was more into tuner cars. But the 3800 guys are the most loyal, hardcore guys in all of our markets, I think. Like, sure. when we have our Like, when we have our dyno days, we had to combine 
all of our Ecotech platforms. So that's LTG, LNF, LHU, you know, LSJ, Sonic, all of those markets combined was not even half of the 300 guys that no, showed up. wasn't even like an was, eight. Yeah. <laughs> the 300 guys came out. They showed up. They had both. They have the whole parking lot filled with 300 cars. Those guys are loyal. They they have been with these cars forever, and they like they love 3800s. Yeah, yeah. So, and they understand the sport and why yeah. we do it. And so, when people talk about is electric going to take over? Yeah, it's going to take over daily drivers eventually, you know. But it's not going to take over the sport. You know, yeah. pe- pe- people are in this for vastly different reasons. You know, it's uh. Just, they're just on two different sides. Yeah. I got no issues with electrics. I have an electric, you know, but um, it's not the same experience. It never will be the same experience. You're never yep. going to be under your uh, hood changing out battery cells <laughs> yeah. uh, to, to, to make your car's uni- your car uniquely yours. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of external stuff that will make it more bad. But even still, it's not going to be uniquely yours, a car that you've built from top to bottom that you've owned since day one, like mm-hmm. your, your Grand Prix. So, guys, do please realize Zoom still owns his <laughs> Grand Prix, and he has a Tesla Model S P100D. Like, he still, to this day, yeah, it's sitting in the back lot right now. He has Oh, that that's Grand what Prix. I was going to say. I forgot. You took your first Tesla to the track? Oh, yeah, on like a – And was it just – because I think you only took it once that I heard of. Was it only just once. like, oh, I, wanted, cool, I wanted whatever. to see if it did what they said. It did. I mean, there's not much you can do, right? Charge the battery or something. I was at <laughs> 80, 88%, 89% because I drove to the track. Pull out. I think it went 10 nines, you know, park it, go home. I mean, just, you know, yep, doesn't have the same. Yeah. And how many passes have you made in a Grand Prix? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Thousands. <laughs> thousands of passes and i want to do more yeah you know we keep coming out with this new technology yeah i want to go back and you know i'm thinking like because remember how impossible running tens was like with an m90 (laughs) with an m90 it was it was it was like physics the physics don't add up zoom's never gonna make it whatever (laughs) and now i'm thinking like i bet we could run nines with an m90 you know i bet we could do i didn't have a gen 5 Nope. Didn't, have, didn't, have, didn't have alcohol-based fuel. Didn't nope. have 80-pound injectors. Didn't have our lightweight rockers. Didn't have aluminum heads. Like, think about all that, you know? So, uh, I, I will say, I'm I gonna, didn't, gonna, have, gonna, didn't have good tuning either, really. Yeah. yeah. I, one of my favorite things that, and Zoom gets fired up on it, when you tell him he can't do something. <laughs> when something is, like you said earlier, Tim, if, if, if it's impossible – I, I love yeah, that. Yeah, like, that's, it's almost getting fired language at CZ. <laughs> yeah, it will. Seriously, saying. guys, it really is. It's, it's like you, you're, te- you're flirting with getting fired, but it also <laughs> engages him. Yes. So it's like if you're ever like, I'm done. I can't figure this out. Zoom, this is impossible is the trigger. If you said this is impossible, like you might as well go home for the rest of the day. You're fucked. Don't yeah, let dad yeah. hear you say that. And we had, with the 1.4, I remember we, we were just getting started getting serious with the, with the Sonics. And I think three of you motherfuckers trying to say <laughs> running 11s is impossible. Ugh. It's impossible. You I'm did. Like, 11s? Like, I that's not even all. hard. Like, give our, give us a challenge at least, you yeah. know, if you're going <laughs> to say something impossible. So, oh, and, um, and he was, you were pissed. Yeah. He was pissed. I was really heated about he got, that. Because it, it was, I'm not saying any names. It was some of our old head guys yeah. that, you know, you, you know, like I believe a quote from Zoom was, how many times have, I, have we done this? How many times are we going over? You say it's possible and we do it every time. Yeah. Hey, it was, it was a thing. 
Yeah. So um, it does seem like it seems to be impossible to do something vastly impressive with the ATSV. <laughs> I, I'm just saying a little disappointed in, 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 in that, you know, uh, people bragging about running tens in a twin turbo 3.6 liter. Yeah. It, it definitely is a little eye opening. Yeah. Pretty crazy what we've done with the other platforms and the V is yeah. not really doing that much. It is harder being fractioned out in the company and having these little pockets. We got, I don't, I don't know how many employees we have now, but you've got all these different markets and, and you, you can't possibly have everybody focusing them on them all at the same time, you know? So we'll take our, we'll sort of take our turns with what's popular at that moment. Like when that equalizer exhaust got done and everybody's rushing out, you know, do they want to hear that? <laughs> um, and when we will do something cool in a different market, you know, and everyone wants to see it. But I mean, we got, we got, the slingshot and you know we're trying to do stuff there we got the atsv trying to do stuff there ltg it's just it's hard to to you know dedicate your mental energies and and all and all the customers when they only see what they have so they want you focusing on this car and want you focusing like i get emails all the time well why don't you why don't you restock this one product for my car like well hey man sorry man we're doing our best we have to balance over 1200 products of Everyone wanted all their stuff, but everyone wants their one particular thing in right this the, uh, second. The, the Bonneville, uh, are you going to do coilovers for the Bonneville? I mean, talk about a tiny market, but Ooh, actually, yeah. but we are doing coilovers, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so, the, and the reason that happened is we, we have a guy here now who's spending a significant amount of his time just doing coilovers. So yep. it's like... Any car that needs coilovers, you know, we're doing the Model 3, we're doing the, the, the H body, we got the W bodies that are going well, and everybody's waiting for the our next one of those. Yeah, I mean, all, yep. yeah all these Go different ball. things. And when you get a guy who just, in, in ZZP, who's just doing one thing, it seems like that's when the magic starts happening, yep. you know. But uh, sorry to say, once he moves on to a different project, there'll be no new coilover platforms, you know, for that. <laughs> and now we got Alex in the exhaust stuff. Yep. And he is doing some amazing stuff. Phenomenal. So people don't, like, and so he's doing kind of all the platforms, but he's just doing exhaust. We have one exhaust engineer. And I don't mean building exhaust. I mean engineering and designing exhaust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he is amazing. He's absolutely yeah, awesome. It's, it's like, and, and that actually started long... I don't know if it was just that product, but just recently we've gotten into patenting, um, yep. you know, our stuff and we we're you know, it's probably overdue. We're, we're big enough now where we're getting ripped off a lot. Yeah. Uh, our technologies are getting ripped off by, uh, some other, some it's other kind people. Of, it's, it's like our, it's pretty old school problem of ours. You know, we engineer, a you know, a superior product but then the demand is higher than what we can supply. Yeah. And then everybody sees what we do and they, they just copy. But there is more respect at least with the copying back in the day. Yep. Right. So like in the 3,800 market, it like with intercoolers and everybody came out with their version of the intercoolers, but they were different. At least people put into an attempt to say, you know, well, I'm going to build mine a little better And the market. The market does well when they have a lot of choices because it drives all the vendors to be better and continuous yes. to be better and to have lower prices. But now we're starting to see like this like exact well, attempt clone of like, I'm going to sell it $10 cheaper, but literally clone, yeah. you know, what you just 
churned out of your uh, what yeah. you just churned out of your stuff. And the newer customers do not defend us in any way. No, nobody not goes, like the old stuff. Nobody goes in there and says that's a direct knockoff of what ZZP did. That's it's like totally forgotten. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the new customers are just not loyal. Oh, yeah, like, no. you know, there's a lot of the yeah. majority of them are and, not. Loyal. And people, they they're very short sighted. So a customer, like we've got a we've got a slingshot piece um, that is directly ripped off, you know, and sold on eBay, right? And the customer like, oh, we sell it ten dollars cheaper. Well, you know what? It would be easy for us to rip somebody off and sell it for $10 cheaper too. There's an enormous amount of effort that goes into designing products and the profits we make because we, we love what we do. So we take the profits that we make and we put it back into the company and back into the products. Mm-hmm. And then we just design new stuff. Yep. There's, there's no reason that we need to still develop 3,800 stuff, right? We do it because we love it. And we do it because they support us. And when they support us, we support them. And that's why you still see new products coming out in that market. But sometimes it makes me want to leave a market entirely. Yeah. When customers don't, they just, you know, they're, not all of you, but it is very helpful for. Not all for, of you, but maybe the LTG community. It's very helpful, yeah. <laughs> customers, when you give us props and let us know why you're supporting ZZP and let us know what you want for your car and let us know that there's a reason that we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, we're people and we get beat up sometimes. And when you invest yourself into something and it's hard and you work hard and you finally achieve what you feel is a victory and then you put it out in the wild and customers don't care. That sucks. You know, it's, it really a, kick, does. it's a kick to the gut, you yep. know, when they just want to just talk shit or bitch at you or, or rip it off and say, buy it here. Cause it's $3 cheaper and screw ZZP with no, uh, you know, no moral compass and thinking like, well, it's not that cool to, you know, and I'm not saying that we don't want people innovating new products and, and competing. I love competition. Yeah, competition is good. It's competition crazy. drives the market. We, if we develop something, come out with your version of it. The market's better for it, right? 100%. But if you just rip us off and sell it for $5 cheaper, the only thing that you've done is you've steered dollars away from the innovators that are going to come out with the next product for your platform. Yep, well the, said. The next product. And you've steered it into someone that's just looking to rip off the next product <laughs> to stop you from getting new products in your market. Yeah. It's like literally every penny you spend with the innovative company goes back into innovating a new product. You know, we, how, how old is the 3800 platform? 20 years? Over yes. 20 years. It's over 20, yeah, years over 20 years. We still are in development of new products. Yep. And that's how we go into markets. We will still be supporting Cobalts in 20 years from now. We will still be supporting Sonics and Bonnevilles and Impalas and ATSs and LTGs. We are still going to be here and we will still make new products as long as there's money to make the new products, which comes from people putting it back into us, putting it back in. So, you know, I can't stress that enough. Um, You know, you're, you're investing kind of in yourself when you're investing into the innovation of your own market. You know, come, come, come hang out with us sometime and talk with the guys and see how we live. You know, we're, we're not living in the, in the mansions on the hill. Um, you know, we're all very real people. We're not, 
We we like to talk with you. We 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 live comfortably. Yeah. That's like every, everyone else wants to do. We're not. I mean, all Tim's money goes in buying these damn cars. How many cars you got now, Tim? Nineteen thousand eight hundred and fifty-seven. <laughs> I think like five. <laughs> Honestly, but Tim, the person with the most cars are now sitting next to you uh am i still the most i think you're still the oh, most. i you sold two so i thought i'd drop below tim no no because tim, tim sold a few so i, I think sure. i think uh tyler's above me still right tim and i both hit a point where we like actually talked to each other and we were like this we've gone too far we yeah. gotta sell everything <laughs> i got i got I, I talk on a daily basis i talk tim off of cliffs like you do not need that don't do that yeah. don't do that you just have yeah, to have one of each platform it's just That's it's, fr- it's, it's it. frustrating like when you um when you have like three broke cars yeah. You're like, holy crap! Like I have five, and three of them are broken. Yeah. Like what the heck? Like, so I, d- I definitely don't uh, support the idea of having too many. Yeah. So a mod car and a daily driver is probably the smarter way yeah. to go. Well, see, and that's kind of kind of like you talked about earlier. Tim, Tim mentioned it. He's like, you know, he kind of gets a car, gets it to where it gets crazy, and then that. But that's kind of the opposite where I've been with my car, like yep. Snowball. And that's why it's kind of gotten real crazy, and people know it a lot because I was like, I'm gonna stick with this one. Okay, I can do this. I can do this. Ah, shit, it's gonna be a lot of money. And I gotta save. And I can do this. Like, I mean, we're about to. We've changed the livery on the snowball because it's had its original one for a while, mm-hmm. and it just uh, we got the final proofs back a few days ago, and uh, we're waiting for the side skirts to come back, and then that car is going to get its next livery. Like, it's getting the current version of it, like updated though. But you know, it's it's crazy. Yeah. You know, cars are. It's are, one you gonna, are you gonna do something with that car? You get the new graphics. Are you gonna drive that car? Yeah, I'll drive. Or do you need to hand me the keys? Oh, I mean, I mean, like you probably should hand me the keys. That thing needs a Gingerman lap time. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Well, it needs a lap time. Every time I get, every time I get it, I was like, all right, well, I can do this other thing. And I'm like, I keep putting it under the knife. And hopefully this year, I have everything planned out, and it would be done. And just drive it all year. Drive it all year and have fun with it. Drive to Chicago, see people, drive it. You know. I mean, you've had that car ten years. And you're have, still modding it yes, every year. Yes, I have the Snowball. <laughs> I'm the original owner of that car. I bought that car in 20, late, oh, yeah, like 2009, 2010. I bought that car, and I still own it to this day. That car has been to ZGP, a bajillion And it's, it's willed to me, so. <laughs> I, that's true. Like, I think, I think you're still on top of the list for his will right now. <laughs> so we had a question on LE5 limits, um, okay. 2.4, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, what I think we, it was a slingshot we, owner. I recognize the name, so. Oh, okay. Right, that but, yeah, Sammy. Um, LE9. So it's oh, really? Slightly we, different. We go back and forth on uh, the 2.4 because a lot of the big builds do better with 2.0 internals. Correct. And so, um, and we've done a 2.1, which is like a bigger bore, 88 millimeter, two, uh, 2.4 block with the... Uh, 2.0 guts in it. With, from... a, with a smaller crank. Yeah. Yeah, because the crank is forged on the 2.0. Yes. But we didn't have the best of luck Correct. With, the, with the two ones. The two ones made more torque, but we found that two liters still made more power, mm-hmm. um, and they, and especially because you can rev a little higher. Um, the issue with the two fours is like uh, the cranks flex a little bit, um, and then, you know, they don't bounce. They kind of shake themselves apart. Right. So yeah. you're RPM limited. Yes. Um, yep. So it's easier to make power on that two four, probably, because yeah. it's bigger displacement. Yep. But you're a little limited on the top end. There's probably not not an exact set point it's just you keep running into the further into the risk zone yeah and the danger and and what's unfortunate about that is engine is that it wants to rev to the moon but when it gets to the moon it shakes itself apart yeah that engine i mean you you could take an le5 and just put valve springs in it and shift it at 7700 if not more but it will eventually shake itself apart but 
we are we possibly once again we're spreading ourselves all the way around we may have a fix for that in this next year or two yeah mm-hmm. so that's something that we're still working mm-hmm. on and so something i don't know about you may know. We'll, we'll, we'll say after this. And you'll, okay. You'll yep. know okay. But, Something yeah. Al's been working on, right? Uh, Al and Kyle. Yep. Al and Kyle have been working on. Oh, so it's a slingshot thing. Well, it's, it's going to start Prompted it. Yeah, prompt I, mean, it. I don't, I don't yeah. see why it's a secret. I mean, just say it. I mean, everybody knows what the problem part is. Yeah, we so. just said well, what the weak point oh, yeah, was. So yeah, the weak point is the crank, yeah. so. Yeah, we have a. Okay, there we go. Yeah, Billy <laughs> Crank. We have a Billy Crank that we're going to oh, we're working okay. on. So yeah. But So I thought it was the. I thought it was the stroke of the crank causing the problem, not the material. No, well, so from what I believe Al and Kyle were saying, and they'll have to quote me on this one later, um, that it's something with the flex of the crank itself. Deflection. The, yeah. But so. but cast cranks are stiffer than forged cranks, right? But forged are stronger? Couldn't tell you that one. I don't know. We'll get more details for you, for you guys, man, but you know, supposedly this is going to be the fix. Suppose it's supposed well, we'll the magic. We'll see. I know. I think I'm the one that's shaking the most of them apart. Yeah. I've shaken clutches apart. I've shaken um, harmonic balancers apart. Like, I've done some damage on some two, four bottom ends. Yeah. We're going to have yep. customers saying, when can I buy a forged crank? Right. <laughs> so the problem is, guys, seriously, most of what we do doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, you that, may never see it. <laughs> most of what we do does not work. Yeah. It doesn't actually even make it. To uh, you, you get a little inside discussion here, yeah. so you're hearing about some things. Yeah. But uh, let's put one in one of our cars. Let's turn it to 600 wheel and let's put like 5,000 miles on it and see if it shakes itself apart. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> another one. So everyone's waiting for us to get our intercooler pumps back in. Phenomenal reviews. It was our number two bestseller. Uh, everybody lo- loves these pumps. Uh, real proud of the work we put into that. And uh, we have a stage two version that we made. And uh, looks a little bit different. Yep. Um, it's got some heat sinks on it and stuff. And, uh, you know, it went into uh, runaway thermal overload and took a shit in testing, right? So uh, that project is set aside for revision. <laughs> that revision came in today. Doesn't look like the revision's going to work. <laughs> so that's on the bench. Tested it today. Yeah. Still got new parts coming in. I'm 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 hopeful that someday we can come out with it. But actually, kind of disappointed because I didn't expect. Yeah. Um, I I genuinely did not expect it not to work the first time or the second time. And now I'm kind of in a point where like, is this project ever going to work? <laughs> and I think uh, I think Steve gave one to Schneike. And said, hey, test this stage two thing, you know? And he's like, this is awesome. It's like, well, no, you didn't even give him the finished product. The only reason it worked is because we didn't finish it. (laughs) You just gave him a stage one. (laughs) You gave him a stage one and called it a stage two. But it had the heat sink on it and stuff like that. So he thought it was like that. But... That'll probably never come to market, you know, like, I mean, like a bunch talking, of other stuff. To, to put just a short time limit on, like, failures, like, the, the equalizer thing is pretty funny. I mean, we probably should give a little more details on that. It was pretty funny. So we designed, at first, we designed a resonator that had the, the long side of the exhaust. It went straight oh. through it. Yeah, it did. And then we took the short side of the exhaust and we looped it in the resonator to make it the same length. That failed immediately. You know, it's just a, you know, it another terrible. fail. It was, it was it, catastrophically it horrible. It failed immediately. <laughs> yes. I don't know if we got bad. a sound clip out of it and yeah. it failed. Well. You know, so so then we we uh, put Alex, our, our exhaust tech, as uh, Zoom said. Exhaust we engineer. Put him, in, exhaust engineer. Because <laughs> this was before Alex. Yeah. 
Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. That was old. We've been working like, on this thing, for years. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just like he said, you know, it just gets set aside for a little bit, and then we revisit it later. Well, we tell Alex, like, hey, we just want to make these two sides the same. And he was like, I can't guarantee it's not going to rub when you pull out of the parking lot, but I'll make the two sides the same. And, like, he did it, and we're like, okay, this is pretty much not possible to, to like, do this under the car. And, you know, and it's going to be insanely expensive for how much piping there's involved in this. But it, it like, kind of cracked the door for, holy crap, you can make this GMV6 sound good. Yeah. That that, that was when we knew for sure that the customer wasn't lying. Yes. Um, I call him a customer, but enthusiast. I don't know if he's our customer, but he's in the the Facebook groups. And someone else, whoever came up with this idea, that's when we knew that it was real. uh, Yep. And not like Hickman thought, uh, you know, sound clipped, dubbed in. We so all... then, so then we had one of our mini powwows of like you know three or four dudes standing, standing touching weens and oh and we're like God. hey and one of them's like hey Alex <laughs> is like I'm just gonna try this and I'm like don't gender oh. bias our men <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm and he's like I'm just gonna try this and I'm like makes sense try it so he goes out there and he tries it and then we had the typical like you know what. $600 an hour of like 10 employees yeah. standing, standing around this car as it starts up the first time. Oh, yeah. And all of our jaws just hit the floor. I was and we're like, Holy crap. And the thing that this guy engineered, like is affordable to where yeah. we can reproduce this. Yeah. Like when we we're doing that exhausting, that was so complicated. And I'm just like, there is no way we can actually produce this product. Mm-hmm. And then he just freaking spitballs an idea. And just nails it like that. That is, those are great days, man. You have like ten employees. It might have been more than ten employees. I'm like videoing it with my cell phone, sending the video to Zoom, you know, because yeah, he wasn't around that, that, message, that day. Yeah. And I'm I, like, holy crap! Like, listen to this thing. I remember because I was coming back awesome. from doing a run to uh, Lyman run, coming back from and I pulled in the back, and all of a sudden I heard it. I'm like, the hell, are we working on a new car? Yeah. And then you're like, no, it's thirty hundred. <laughs> I'm like, ain't no fucking way it's a thirty hundred. No, <laughs> ain't no damn way it's thirty hundred. Yeah. I went back there like, the fucking thirty eight hundred sounds just damn good. Yep. So no, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. So I mean, we fail so much. We fail more than we succeed. But, Absolutely, uh, we do. But like, when we do get it, we get it. You know, the ATSV exhaust. Mm-hmm. Every exhaust out there sounds like crap. It does. Until ours. Yeah. Well, if he even uh, uh, in my garage said, need to hear more ATSV exhaust they are for sale now, and we have like three or four videos. I was going to say, what more do you want? We just those... put out three videos like back-to-back yeah, on yeah. those. So. We, we've actually made more videos for ATSV catbacks than any other car yeah. that we've ever yeah. sold exhaust for. Yeah, pretty, day... pretty proud about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we've sold a ton, yeah. a ton of them in a very short period. I'm, I was actually surprised. Is that our first patent? Yeah, I think so, okay. that I know of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know there's a bunch in queue, but I think that's our first patent. Yeah. Um, that's how strongly we felt about that product. Yep. Um, and unfortunately, in that specific market, you know, we've got some bad actors. So. Yeah. Um, what's know, what's just, crazy just is I don't I don't know I don't know if you know is uh, we've had Ryan help me out with a number here. I think we've had seven, seven or eight ATSVs through the install bay in oh the my, last yeah. like three weeks. No, it's uh. We had three at 11. a time, four at a time. 11. We, like, ATSV stuff is on fire right now. Oh, yeah. Like, it's I mean, crazy. It's, it's, it's the new hot car. You know, it's a... Uh, it's I mean, vi- we have four? 
here right now. Yes. Zane. Zane. Four. Three, three, yep. four. Yeah. It's up That's there. our uh, right now. Uh, one hour mark, so I'm going to cut you off real quick here. But we'll do the five-minute overtime, rattle off some questions. So everyone in the chat, yeah. just spam your questions. And we got some real smart people here, so <laughs> can probably uh, get see, what you need. I see the HV4. Um, that is a project. It will be awesome. I do not I have know, a date yet. I don't it's, know where that name came from. Like, I was talking on our, actually our Discord. It came like, in the last it, stream. Yeah, like what's, what's or, funny? A couple streams ago, someone yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Matt, it started in our in our Discord group, and someone said, yeah. "Is this will this be called the HB Four? I'm like, I don't know the name. It's probably HB Three. We're just we're gonna revise it, but yeah, they I mean, just the, the, the I I was actually I I not like Roman numerals, but, uh, <laughs> but it, it, we'll probably call it a four because we called the the last one a three. Revised to a three, three. so okay. yeah. Um, but did, it'll did, be better. that aluminum head question. Did we send our last run to yes. Australia? Um, no, no. Oh, so they will be available. No, Mace didn't buy them. Um, we, we will, I have a list in my office of like, they're accounted for. So when yep. those are finally done, which our machine shop is ridiculously yep. behind, but when they are done, they do have names on them, but I'm sure somebody will fall through and then we'll make some available. Yep. Um, by the way, too, just do want to give a shout to. So some of the team, a good chunk of the team, is going to the Cletus and Cars yep. in Indianapolis. I think Tim will be there. Trevor will be there. Ashley, Al. So if you guys do want to meet some of the ZZP guys, uh, definitely do make sure to get your tickets because they're selling out fast and go out there and meet them. Yep. Um, so, you know, a lot of people will be going to that, too, enjoy this. So they're going to have their cars there. Um, one of my cars may show up with me not there. Um, <laughs> my, but... my ATSV might be there with big turbos on it. What? Big small turbos. I shouldn't. Did you, say, you, did you just say something? Use, yeah, not I big. I shouldn't but. say the term "big turbos" because they're not big, but bigger. Maybe uh, they're 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 a good size. There's like a chance. Um, like, so stroker question. Yeah, that's still running in my car, right? Yeah, and yep. we still have all the inventory here. Did we just not build motors? Decide um, not to bring it to market. Which, it's, which, we which? just it's you know it's another car in the parking lot waiting for me to tune. <laughs> Yeah, well, there you have it. A year, <laughs> a, a year later, our stroker kits are here. No, so that project wasn't very straightforward. So we no. we bought uh, what cranks and rods. Yep. And it requires an enormous amount of engine modification. Yeah, block. It's, it's block not, Yeah, a lot of block machining, and and then beyond that, there's what specialized tuning. Uh, specialized cams we were talking about working mm -hmm. for it because the cams behave differently on the stroke motor so uh but it's in my car and um you know it's it's in our queue of uh a bajillion and 700 bajillion more things to do <laughs> like i don't think yeah. you guys know like this is why we don't all of a sudden like oh yeah you know you guys work on this weapon well yeah we're busy we had to work on everything yeah so. like uh, between ltg and sonic tuning and atsv tuning like it's hard to like Jump in Zoom's car and go die. Yeah, oh no. Uh, 12 year tech advice for a 12 year tech to get in the field without suffering a pay cut. Um, well, you know, I don't know your level of talent, but I would say work your 40 hours at your job and then do some side projects and, and spam mm -hmm. the world. Um, if you, you know, I know for us, we are always scoping talent and we, we figure that out by seeing what people are doing. 
It's our it's our interaction with them mm-hmm. that makes us want to hire them. Absolutely. Um, if I if I see a guy do some really cool stuff with his car, I'm totally going to reach out and be like, "Hey, are um are you interested in?" <laughs> yeah, someone that can do quality job and stands behind his stuff. Because uh, another thing to dispel, like a lot of people think that, oh no, you gotta have a college degree and do all that stuff here. No, we don't the, care about that. There are actually a lot of people here who don't have those degrees. In fact, almost everyone. We have yeah. almost yeah, most, no one yeah. with uh, formal educations. We're a I mean, big group Zoom of doesn't, smart Zoom's misfits. never, you've never been to college. No, taught college, but I don't even have a high school diploma or GED. So for all you guys saying, like, any excuse you can make, he just literally knocked that shit out of the window. He doesn't have a high school diploma. Yeah. What's, what, what's, what's your, what's your I, next I, I finished high school, but I didn't get a diploma because I was homeschooled in ninth grade and it didn't count. So they said, <laughs> you got you to take ninth grade again. And I said... Well, you know what? I'm going to show the world, right? <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, yeah, we look we look for talent. Uh, shout out to Dave Norris, who I'm still trying to hire in, but he needs a big house, and houses are like a million dollars for 400 square feet these days. <laughs> uh, so that that's, uh, you know, holding that back. But um, the world always has a place for talented people, but you got to show – that you have the ability to do it. And for me, it's kind of like keep your job and, and showcase what you can do in the side and people are going to hire. Uh, Trevor here, uh, we just looked at his sketches, right? Mm-hmm. We looked at what he was doing. It was like, holy shit, that's talent. Boom. Um, and that was great. Uh, Ryan. We watched was, his forum presence. and Yeah, we saw, we saw how you spoke and how you had this infectiously positive personality. Just, yup. Come on in. And me, you just saw this glowing light behind me. <laughs> and uh, you're like, man, the only four-cylinder that can beat this V6. No, that was one of these projects where I, I have the opposite of a minority outreach program. <laughs> help a white guy. I saw him at the soup kitchen. Uh, you know, I, mean, I felt bad because he's driving an eclipse. I was like, I mean, yeah. I mean kind of. I mean, September 11th happened. I was like unemployed. And he was like, you know. No, I can't guarantee you full time. Twenty years later, yep. you're still you stuck Wait, with Hick, me. Steve Hickman, same way, right? Didn't he come in as a customer? Yep. As a what customer? are you yeah. doing? He's like, oh, I lost my job, and you're like, you want to start here? And, <laughs> I mean, uh, kinda. Like, um, he had a really fast Grand Prix, and like, he's coming in, and I liked talking to him. Yeah. I liked talking to Steve. Like, he was one of my favorite customers, and you know, he seemed like he had a really good head on his shoulders. And I'm like, are you like interested in working here? And he was like maybe yeah and i'm like give me a minute and i went over to zoom and i'm like hey like i got this customer that like might be interested in working here and i like him he's got this tim stamp of approval <laughs> pretty much hired on the spot yeah, yeah steve's still of, here a lot of stuff like that and uh you know your wife uh who you met here at ZZP, same story yep. she came in for eight bucks an hour data entry um and uh now she's the big wig driving the tesla getting the big house you know whatever uh congrats on that if it goes through we'll see uh may oh, 1st you just, you just stressed her out she's listening yeah yeah <laughs> so, but, but yeah i mean I she she's she she was a woman with ideas and those ideas worked and so that talent propelled her into the highest position you know, beyond yeah. me in the company. And usually I'm not here. So it's just her running the company. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's her, that's her ruffling feathers. Yeah. Like, hey, you dumbasses, you're like printing <laughs> papers out with like parts listed on them. Like, let's let's stop printing papers and let's put a system to this. She's our systems engineer, you know, that yep. she like just kind of like took the reins in systems engineer. And then, 
you know, she streamlined now, it to the whole darn company. Yep, she is now the vice president, and she's freaking awesome. So, yeah, like yep. we probably would be still printing orders from like PayPal payments. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt's Matt's assistant. Matt Matt was dating a girl, and we noticed that they communicated well. And uh, you know, people may or may not know this. Matt's a hard guy to communicate with. <laughs> my, my best friend. Very hard to communicate with, and we're like, "Yep, there's Kyla." Hey, it would be a good idea <laughs> if we if we hired uh, let's yep. let's hire Becky because she's really good at communicating with yep. Matt. So now Becky works here. Like, yep. I, I would say at least half the staff, right, yep. has had some kind of story like that. Where yep. um, it's just um, we're always looking for talent. Yeah. Like Tyler, I, Tyler is literally what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Tyler was yeah. a customer. He was on the forum. He's like super, like super happy, jeery guy. He likes cats. He's yep. a weirdo, and I love Tyler. <laughs> <to death. laughs> and um, and he comes in, and he is he's been working on the coilovers. He's super yeah. helpful. Yeah. He's been instrumental with the LTG stuff when I haven't had time to like, get in there or anything. Like I'm mainly focused on answering emails and getting people helped out, but. Again, we all, we all, this is big machine of ZZP, and you know, there's always these open little gear spots, and it's gear spots. Yeah. If you fit in there, if you have the personality to work here, if you mesh well with this, not this work group, this family, if you work well with it, you know, I would say you, you'll find a spot. You know, this is, and we're gonna verbally punch each other. Oh my god, on a daily basis, we have all yeah, got it. It's, it's fight. brutal to work <laughs> here. Uh, yeah, most people, no, oh, I wanted it. No, you don't. Yeah, well, I you're, know. You're gonna quit. You're, you're gonna quit. You're gonna. You know what I said the other day? Someone was crying. Oh, nothing to do with ZZP. And I was like, no one's allowed to cry unless I make them cry. <laughs> <laughs> and, what, uh, what about your opening line to our last company meeting? After this meeting, somebody's gonna quit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm famous for that. Every company meeting, I'm like, I want you to quit. Who's gonna quit? And I've had a lot of people quit. Yeah, you know, yeah. from that. I mean, that's it. So, and that's it. We've all had fights with each other. I fight with Tim a lot. Tim and I get each other. We'll, we'll I'll be pissed at him for a few days, and we're back to normal. Yep. You know, but like, we're, also we're the two place. only children. We're yeah. like each other's brothers. Yeah, exactly. Fucking <laughs> we, Tim, I love. We, we even look the same. Yeah. <laughs> We spent like $1,000 one time in company labor trying to figure out who stole someone's monster out of yeah. the Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's, That's the so kind of place good. this is. Yeah. Like, because, shit. Yeah, because uh, so funny. it's so critical to us that we have absolute trust yeah. in everybody that we work with. No, that doesn't mean we're nice. Oh, oh, oh no, 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 no. It the is not first like day that. I was here. You had a closer meeting with all like the HR and Tim and everything. You, I had never seen this before. I come from working at the zoo. My animal animal husbandry was my thing. I worked at a zoo. I did all this stuff, and all of a sudden, Zoom brings uh, Kyla and Tim and a bunch of people in there. And oh, no, no. I'm like, Steve, who is getting fired right now? Like, oh no, dude, this is normal. This is Monday. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yep, yep. So it's it's a unique blend. It's a unique blend, and a lot of people they just they just can't handle that. You know. They can't handle the way we talk, the way that we act, the way that we are, because they might see like the chaos of like this is this is bullshit. Like this is yeah. just disorganized chaos where everybody hates each other and blah blah. No, no, we we spent a thousand dollars figuring out who who stole yeah. the monster, because uh, you know while we can engage in all that kind of ruckus and whatnot, you do need to respect your coworkers. To a level that is required, to a level that's required beyond other businesses, right? Like, because yeah. if you're not one of us, you gotta leave. You can't be part of this family. Yeah. That's that's just the way that it is. I'm doing you a favor. Yeah, get, getting you out of here, right? Um, 
And you, we got each other's backs. You know, this is a place where everybody here will do just about anything for anyone else if, if they're in need. And so you got to be very protective of a group like that because uh, one little cancerous nugget can destroy the entire ship. So, um, you know, and it probably is unique like that because none of us have the formal education. Yeah. You know, um, we, we, I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I mean, if it works, you do it. And if it, if it doesn't work, you're like, well, my bad. I'll probably try something else, you know. And, and that's it all how starts we got with the honesty at. because everybody, like, nobody knows what they're doing when they first try something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're allowed to make mistakes. And, yeah, brutal honesty is, uh, is difficult. It really is. But it works well for relationships. Yeah. I yeah. think. Uh, yeah, on that note, yeah. unless anyone has anything to wrap up, uh, I think we're ready to close up here. So all right. a little extra overtime for you guys today, but. We can't get a hold of Zoom very often nowadays, so yeah. we'll take advantage of it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, again, guys, clean yep. some cars. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you there. See Let you us there. know what you want to hear next week, as always. So and thanks it's, for it's hanging out. It's Ryan D. at ZZP. <laughs> <laughs>